Hello everybody and welcome to Kick-Ass the podcast. Thank you for listening today and I hope you're having a fantastic day. I hope you're having a wonderful week, whatever you are up to. And today I'm going to talk to you about how kickboxing and hypnotherapy transformed my life. I'm going to tell you a brief bit about my story because I've got a talk to give tomorrow at a business networking meeting online of course we're in lockdown so I thought I'll use this as a little bit of practice because I've got to talk for about 15 minutes with perhaps a Q&A for the last five so I thought that'll be about a good length of time for my podcast so I shall begin I, if you don't know who I am, I'm Jess. I'm a two times English kickboxing champion, a second degree black belt, and the founder of I Am Fighting Fit, empowering wholehearted health, inspiring individuals, and creating confidence through connection and community. And I've achieved some success in my life, especially recently, sporting success, the business is going well, and most importantly, I'm happy. I'm happy with my life. But I have overcome struggles along the way. So I grew up with both of my parents addicted to heroin. And I look back and there are things that I am grateful about throughout my childhood. I do have happy memories. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and my cousins out in the woods. I loved loved playing in the woods with my cousins. Uh, We went to the beach together because I've always lived by the coast. And so I have these happy memories, but my childhood was not without its trauma. It was not without its struggles. There are things that I am still having to overcome now. I didn't realize that I'd been fighting them all of my life. And I really began to struggle as a teenager. So I was quite a confident child. I grew up in hospitality and I'd talk to anyone. I'd, I remember being in the pub listing off all of my pets. Hi, I'm Jess. I've got a rabbit and a hamster and a guinea pig. And, and I, I was happy to do that with anyone until I became self-conscious as I, well, before I became a teenager, but around secondary school and everything started to get worse. I, my anxiety increased, my self-esteem dropped. And by the time it came to GCSE years, 14, 15, 16, I didn't leave my bedroom, hardly ever. I locked myself away. I had this deep fear of being found out. I had a shame about my upbringing that I carried with me. And I had, I had lovely friends, I had good friends, I went to a nice school, I grew up in a nice town and I didn't feel like I fit in with them. And I, I was academic, I was good at maths and science, apparently I was predicted to get A stars. I didn't believe that I was good at anything else, I wasn't sporty, I was in fact a little bit fat and very unfit. I look back and I was possibly too harsh on myself about my size and kids are cruel. People made mean comments. I also got told when I was about 12 that my ass was getting big and not in a good way. 
So I guess that comment didn't help. And that's come back to me through hypnotherapy. And when I'm looking at body image and relationships with food, um, it's a complicated issue and not one that I'm going into right now. But anyway, I, I chose to trap myself at home in my room. All I did, I had my laptop, I wrote some poetry. Poetry was a big thing for me when I was struggling when I was about 15. And I, I unfortunately, I don't have any of the poems. But I think that they were quite depressing anyway. So I'm in a happier place now. And let's be grateful about that. So that was my upbringing. And then I decided that I was going to get a job at 16. I wanted to earn an income. And my first job was cleaning caravans. And I loved it. I didn't love the work. The work was not, not fun. I loved the money. I loved earning my own money and being able to buy what I wanted to buy. I would buy my own food and I'd treat myself to, I don't know, a few beers or something, whatever it was at the weekend. Uh, my boyfriend was slightly older than me, so he could buy beer, even though I couldn't. And, um, yeah, so I, although this didn't address the underlying causes, the underlying insecurities, so long story short, I started kickboxing at 19 and I began because my current boyfriend now, Steve, I've been with him since I was 17, he convinced me to give it a go. I'd liked the idea from the age of about 15 when I first saw it, but I couldn't overcome that fear that was holding me back. Um, I was too unfit, too insecure, too fat all of the two not good enoughs that were stopping me at that age and I just didn't have that ability to overcome it and then finally shortly after my 19th birthday in fact the day after my 19th birthday I remember being very hungover I went to the gym to watch him train and it was the following week that I finally began and he held my hand all the way to the gym and I was I was so nervous before I began, but that became my first win, that first training session when I couldn't even do one press up. I was skinny by this time, but I was weak, mentally and physically, and kickboxing is what has helped me to transform that, to become much stronger, to learn, well, to become physically fighting fit and to become mentally more capable too, to increase my confidence, to work towards my desires. But it was tough to begin with. I spent about two and a half years working 60 hour weeks in the pub whilst training once or twice a week. So I wasn't as dedicated uh, to the training. I was more dedicated to work at that time. And my only day off, I kickboxed so um, but I'm so glad I kickboxed because it enabled me to realize that this is actually what I want to do with my life but I the club failed and I went traveling I had a little bit of a wobble I split up with Steve I quit my job I took myself and my savings to Southeast Asia which was lovely but I realized whilst I was out there that I did in fact still value my relationship and want to be with my boyfriend. So we got back together and we kept connected through Skype before Zoom was a thing. And I realized that I needed to return to kickboxing 
So when I got home, I found another club and I cut down my hours at work. I had become the front of house manager by this time and I was working about 30 hours a week instead of 60, which allowed me to increase my training. And I went from once or twice a week to five or six times a week. I found boxing because I realized that that was where my strength was. So I'm, I'm a reasonable kickboxer, but my boxing is my strength. And I say I'm a reasonable kickboxer. I should probably give myself more credit than that. I'm a good kickboxer. I'm, I managed to become a champion, but I wouldn't say that my kicks are better than the other champions who I've beat. It was my boxing that won me the fights. So, yeah, and I didn't change everything around and have instant success. I lost my first five fights. So my first fight was awful. I fell out the ring into Steve's arms and I said, never again, never, ever again, because I was, it was, ah, oh, it was so tough. I can't even describe the adrenaline, the not being fit enough. And I, I was fit enough, but in my head, um, that voice screaming at me that I was not fit enough, but I carried on. There's a part of me, a determined part, a resilient part. And my coaches spoke to me. Steve spoke to me once I had calmed down and I continued through the losses and then I got a win and then I had another couple more losses before I went on to win again and become a champion um, and my last loss was the toughest yet. She was like a machine, everything I threw at her she just kept coming back for more and she, she won in the first few seconds so I was I thought I was fairly confident and I had trained really hard but she just came out with an aggression and she put me on the back foot and that's what broke me. I carried on fighting. I had to fight. I had to fight to survive. I wanted to knock her out to stop her hurting me. I had a real fear for I need to stop this now to survive. It's the only fight that I've had where I really felt like I was fighting opposed to competing but after that I realized that that's about as tough as it can get now I have nothing to be afraid of now I'm going to take my training and I am going to train for that so I'm going to increase the intensity I'm going to improve the processes and I'm going to win and I did I haven't had a fight like it since and I haven't had a fight that's as tough as the training that I do leading up to fights because the fear of the intensity of that fight makes me train harder. And that is the same in business. If you know the processes that you need to follow and you know what your goal is, if you want to become a champion, you and this is where having a coach is helpful because they can help you identify what you need to do. So when I became a champion, I took the fight on short notice. Um, I think three weeks, three and a half weeks, I had to lose three kilos. And I decided yes, upon the like my coach's judgment too, he, he convinced me that I would be ready. And we drilled a couple of very specific techniques. We had focus. I knew what I wanted to achieve and I worked towards it with precision. And if you watch the video back, 
you can see the technique. It, I, I threw it many times and I landed it every time I threw it pretty much too. It was jab, slip the jab, right hook to the body, roll under, left hook to the head. It's my champion winning combination in case you wanted to know that. And that was the turning point in my confidence, in my career, in my life. Becoming a champion allowed me to believe in myself, overcoming the fear of not being fit enough, not being good enough. I realised that I can do this and I went self-employed. And that has not been without struggle. Um, I was fighting for my second title fight. I was lined up to fight for a British title before lockdown. And I was working myself into the ground. I was extremely stressed. I wasn't earning enough money. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I didn't want to give up on anything. So in a way, lockdown was a blessing in disguise. It took it all away from me. And I had to work out what to do. And I decided I was going to take my business online. So I created Fighting Fit Together, which is my membership that I am now running. And it is better than ever. And I am so glad that lockdown has given me the opportunity to create this. And I also signed up for hypnotherapy because my good friend Justin recommended it. And I didn't really know what to expect. And I absolutely didn't predict that hypnotherapy would allow me to heal from the trauma that I've been fighting all my life. So I thought that I would use it as a tool to improve my coaching because throughout all of the losses, I knew that my goal is to become the best coach that I can be, the best mentor, the best whatever word you want to use, teacher, instructor, because I had a coach. He was a teacher, he was a coach, he is all of those things. He is Daniel Barfoot of Upgrade Martial Arts and Upgrade Training. Um, and he pulled me aside when I was close to giving up. And he said to me, continue now, Jess, and this will forever be part of your story. And he's right, it is. The fighting, the struggles, they have allowed me to experience what I want to help other people overcome. And hypnotherapy has allowed me to fully heal from my past because I didn't realise that I was carrying at a subconscious level so much with me for so long. And through the training that I have done, because I wanted to develop my own tools to help other people, I have met the most incredible hypnotists. I have been hypnotised myself so many times and because we have to do it as part of the training. And I've also reached out for help, especially recently when I found myself becoming overwhelmed with heightened levels of anxiety. I was brave enough to say, I need help, I'm struggling, because I know the importance of prioritizing our health. And if my health suffers, so does yours, and so does everybody else's health that I coach. If you run a business, if you're self-employed, even if you're not, your health must be your top priority. So that's what kickboxing and hypnotherapy have allowed me to create. A platform that combines wholehearted health, combining 
physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial even, whatever areas of health you want to focus on, but with a focus on the physical and mental health in one place and creating a community because community is at the heart of everything I love because in the gym it's a community, in the fight world it's a community, we fight each other for those rounds in the ring but we always hug when that final bell goes and there's a respect amongst fighters and that respect is stronger than any other respect I've found and it's exactly the same in the hypnotherapy world hypnotherapists support each other they help each other technically I guess you could say that we're business competition but I don't feel like that I feel like we're a team like a team of fighters like a team of martial artists and like other people in business it's alone in that ring but without a team to support you and without a coach in your corner how far do you think that you will get. So, there's my story. That's how I have got to where I am today, running this podcast, running Fighting Fit Together, everything else I do. Speaking tomorrow, there was my rehearsal for the speaking. Who knows what I'll say? I'm not going to script it, am I? It's a story. I tell it from my memory and I tell it how it is, honestly, openly, and sharing what I have been through that's got me here today. So I would like to thank you for listening from the bottom of my heart. I really do appreciate your time. And I'd like to ask you to take a nice deep breath in. And as you exhale, allow your shoulders to relax. Allow yourself to feel a sense of calm. And know that you're capable of doing that at any time throughout the day. Take that moment to take that breath and find that calm and have a lovely day.